Welcome to Hope with Jonathan podcast, where we share stories of hope. My name is Jonathan Trailer. I'm a 15-month kidney transplant recipient who faced a near-death experience back in July of 2019. I had a lot of different symptoms, chronic fatigue, swollen ankles, couldn't breathe very well, and really nauseated. And I stayed in the bed for days of what I thought was fighting the flu. No, it wasn't. It was complete kidney failure, guys. Stage 5 ESRD. Within a few days, they removed about 30 pounds of fluid. And I had to ride in a helicopter to get dialysis treatment to save my life. Listen, guys. We now try to educate people, inspire, and motivate through the power of sharing your warrior story. If you like stories like this, stay tuned. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Never let hope become a memory. Hope with Jonathan Podcast is a Hope Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hope with Jonathan podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Trailer. Hey guys, on this week's episode of Hope with Jonathan podcast, we feature the kidney fighter, Mark Cornell. Man, what an awesome, influential individual this guy is. I mean, incredible. Lots of, lots of energy, lots of passion. And uh, you guys are going to hear this on the podcast. I hope you guys are ready for this one. This one, uh, this guy's a ball of fire. He's got a lot of energy and uh, he came on the show and shared his incredible journey with battling kidney disease, uh, doing dialysis, uh, getting a transplant and much more. And he talked about how to advocate. And uh, I think that's a really great uh, point that we, we bring out into this podcast is how to advocate when you're living with kidney disease and in search for a donor. And uh, man, Mark Cornell, man, I can't thank him enough for coming on the show. Just a really incredible kidney advocate. Uh, If you're not already following him over on Instagram uh, or friends with him on Facebook and other social media outlets, uh, please do so. This guy's incredible. Uh, All the way from California, just really, really 
uh, impressive uh, individual. Really appreciate Mark for what he's doing in the kidney disease and kidney community. And uh, thanks again, Mark, man. This is this is uh, going to be a great podcast for uh, all of you kidney warriors out there to listen to. Very influential individual. God bless you guys. Y'all take care. And again, guys, take care of your kidneys. This is Jonathan. Hey guys, this is Jonathan, host of the Hope with Jonathan podcast. And hey guys, Hope with Jonathan now has a website, www.hopewithjonathan.com, where you can go over and find out where to follow us on all of our social media links, our podcast, our YouTube channel, and much more. Again, guys, for more information on Hope with Jonathan, you can go to www.hopewithjonathan.com. So uh, help me welcome a very, very special welcome, uh, guys, to Mark Cornell. Let's welcome him to Hope with Jonathan. Mark Cornell, guys. Welcome to the show, Mark Cornell. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. That was one of the best introductions I've ever, ever seen in life as an intro. Thank you so much for doing that, man. I, that, that literally like woke me up right now. I appreciate you, man. Just just trying to make some noise, man. Try to do something different. Trying to bring uh, life to this uh, kidney community. So I appreciate the compliment. Thank you very much. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, Mark, so, uh, Mark, Mark's a kidney warrior, guys. I want Mark to uh, introduce himself a little bit and kind of uh, tell us just a little bit about his story and before we get into what he, his points that he wants to make uh, on this uh, interview tonight. Um, so how's, how's everybody doing tonight? My name is Mark Coronel, the kidney fighter. I'm, uh, I've been fighting kidney disease for about 10 years. Uh, eight of them, I was actually uh, just fighting it regularly, and then I ended up on dialysis for two and getting a kidney transplant in two. So that makes it about 10. But I was first diagnosed on my 26th birthday on a routine physical. And uh, I told even the doctor, I said, hey, doc, don't waste your time. I'm I'm perfectly healthy. And this is where I was going to have a clean slate. Um, I was going to turn pro as a professional boxer. And that was going to be my journey into becoming a a pro boxer. Um, Two days later, the doctor calls me and says, hey, you know what? Your labs don't seem right. We need you to come back, do a biopsy, and uh, we can figure out what's going on from there. And it might just be a clinical error. So we just want to come in, get you to do a, a, a kidney biopsy. And there it was. It was it was day and night, boom, just like that. So mm-hmm. did the biopsy, waited 24 hours, 
And then I was diagnosed with FSGS, focal, glomer- focal segmental glorosis cirrhosis, scarring in the kidneys, right? And um, my life completely changed. I went from a boxer to fighting for my life, right? Fighting people to fighting to fighting my life. And that was one of the hardest transition because I, I, I wasn't prepared for that type of fight. And uh, this is where that journey began. Right. Yeah, that's incredible, man. I mean, I, I remember I, I got hit by kidney disease like a truck back in uh, July of 2019. So I had no knowledge or anything. So I can definitely uh, sympathize, you know, with sounds like it kind of sort of happened to you, too. You was you was on your road to, you know, becoming a, a professional boxer. And then, boom, you got hit like a truck. It seemed like by kidney disease, FSGS. Uh, I got hit like 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 me getting in the ring with Tyson, you know, uh, in his prime. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it was really one of those punches where it was just like, wow, this one was right to the gut. And uh, I, I needed to pair, prepare for a new type of battle. Um, and, and that's something we're just not prepared for. Right. And that, that's what leads with our, our today's conversation. Right. Is how to advocate and tell your kidney disease story with confidence. And, and yeah. this is that time where we shine the most. Right. Um, sure. where, where, where our journey is who we are, number one. And number two, what have we learned to um, help other people who are just being diagnosed or going through dialysis or who had had a kidney transplant that are, are facing that, that, that wall where they're saying, what do I do now? I don't know where to go, where to look, and, and who to ask questions from. Right, exactly. And the thing is, you know, now that we, we kind of go, got into our story a little bit, you know, the, the, the worst has happened to us. And, uh, you know, and now we got to learn how to accept what has happened to us and move forward. So uh, how, how do we do that? How do, how do we advocate for ourselves, and how do we look for that donor and in what ways? So what I did was I compiled five different scenarios and questions that I had to deal with as a patient. Right. Um, and 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 this is 10 years of experience. Um, and, and I hope that I can give that to any patient listening, any any, any person who's diagnosed, who's going through it and who doesn't have that, 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 that strength to say, you know what, I need to change doctors because they're, they're, they're just living their life because of kidney disease, right? So the first thing is to listen to your body and your instinct. Everyone can be an expert in something else, but you're an expert in yourself, right? Um, our brain tells us when we have a, a headache. Our brain tells us when we need to urinate. Our brain tells us when we're hungry. So these are the things that we 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 know, right? We know that our sure. our when we listen to our body, these are the things that our body tells us. The thing about kidney disease is that kidney disease doesn't show its signs and symptoms to the very end stage of renal disease, right? And and a lot of people are will say, well, I'm starting to urinate less. I'm feeling a bit more fatigued more and more. I remember when I was that when I was towards the end stage of renal disease, I would work, take a nap between 12 to 3, go right back into work and, and thinking to myself, I just took a long nap, a long power nap at that, and I'm still tired. Sure. And 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 those those are those are things that your body tells you, right? So number one is listen to your body and your instinct, right? If you know something's wrong, make sure you 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 take note of what that is, right? Um, and, and, and don't ignore it. You know, uh, I remember when I was diagnosed, what I did, I was like, I'm going to sleep it off. 
and then hopefully it can be better. That's not the case when it comes to renal failure, renal disease, anything that has to do with anything kidneys. Number two, once you start to understand your body, maximize your time with your practitioner, your PCP, your, 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 your internal medicine doctor, right? I was listening to a podcast recently, and one of the doctors said, good information saves lives, bad information can end them. Wow. Let me repeat that. Good information saves lives, bad information can end them. Wow. Now, this can happen to a lot of people, right? I mean, a lot of yeah. people saying this is your this is the right thing. This, do your homework, you know, add add a second opinion. And if that doesn't fit, add a third opinion. We 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 need to we need to advocate for ourselves. And and when I when I heard that, I was thinking to myself, wow, this this really this really hit to me because now I'm so alert and aware of hospital care and what I look for in a doctor that um, I just know the types of questions to ask, right? Which also, yeah. you know, to, to, my, to, my, to my second portion of this is don't discuss personal problems, right? These people are your doctors, your PCP, your internal medicine doctor. They're there to, to help you find the solution to your problem that you're fighting with internally. Doctors are, 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 are specialists in science in the way, in the way you, you, you deal with your problems. They don't want to hear. They're not your therapist. They're not your, you know, uh, uh, a person who gets paid for a psychotherapy analysis to let you know what's going on. They want to let you know what's going on with your blood pressure. Are you diabetic with your A1C, your creatinine levels? Those are the things you need to be discussing. Have your questions ready. You know, um, I remember when I was first diagnosed, I was really scared to ask the doctor because I thought in my mind personally, he knew everything that was going on with me. But then when yeah. I would say, this is how I would feel, you know how that feels, doc? He would say no. Um, and, and, and that really bothered me. And I didn't get to understand that till I actually ended up on dialysis. And dialysis was one of that, that turning factor where later on, I'll definitely tell you a little bit of my story on how I advocated for myself in that, but create an action plan, right? Create that action plan. When you go and ask those questions with these doctors, um, again, remember these guys aren't your therapists. They don't want to know. They want to know how your weekend went great. Let's move on right to your healthcare and and the situation and scenarios that you're in right now, right? So create yeah. that action plan, right? Like, doc, I'm overweight, I'm I'm diabetic, I'm obese, I have high blood pressure, I also now have kidney failure because I'm diabetic, and now that I have high blood pressure, you know, this is my situation. You know, ask them who specializes in food and what I ingest, right? I mean, a renal dietitian, a uh, um, Anyone who focuses on food, nutritionist, dietitian, these people are 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 really, really, um, they know their stuff. I mean, I, I remember when I was on dialysis, my, what is it, my potassium, my phosphorus pills. I would take phosphorus pills because my phosphorus would be so high. She would say, Mark, you know, you got to get off your, your, your ketchup, your potatoes and all of that stuff. And, and, and I really build that relationship and rapport with, with my, my, my team of dietitian and nutritionists, right? Um, and, and, and again, this is a team. You, you have a team effort of people around you. You have your internal medicine and they refer you to other doctors and you got to start to get to know these people. And, and that's, that's, that leads to my next question, my next, uh, my next advocate um, uh, topic, which is know when to find a new doctor and learn how to shop for one, right? 
this is a question that I get asked a lot in my personal life and from other patients as well. Is they say, well, Mark, how do I know when a doctor is right for me? And 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 this is a whole psychological thing, but um, is there a connection? That's the number one thing you want to ask yourself. Is there a connection between your nephrologist, your cardiologist, your internal medicine, and um, do you feel supported in your journey? We're already going through the depressing state. We're already going through what we're already going through. But do you feel that support when you go into that doctor's visit? Is there a connection, right? Um, know who's treating you, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you interview these people, interview these doctors, and they don't take offense, and you shouldn't either. You're looking for the best care possible. I mean, we're talking about I want to live another 20, 30 years with this kidney, right? I need a doctor who knows what they're going to be doing to make sure that that happens, right? Oh, my, your your CMV mark is going up. There's there's a million units. Well, doc, let's 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 get right to that. How can we fix that? Your BK virus is coming, Mark. Uh, and and we have to we have to find that early on. You know, this is this is a podcast of preventative medicine. We're 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 talking about you know how to prevent something worse happening from our already worse situation. Does that make any sense? So sure. you know, um. Those are the types of things that I do, and, and and if they if they cannot, and when you're doing this process, I also I've done this before. Is can you refer me to any of your colleagues? I've said that before, and 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 sometimes asking that from a doctor can be it's like they can take that personal, and um and, sure. and it's no offense Absolutely. to the doctor, right? I, I just have to find somebody within the hospital care that can take what I'm going through and just take me to the next level. It's like hiring a personal trainer. If you're obese, I want to lose weight. I, 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 the doctor says I have to be at 1200 calories. Um, how do I get there? I don't even know what I'm doing. So get me to that point where my labs are starting to look good and everything else, right? You can't be in the Laker team without listening to Phil Jackson and having that starting five doing what they're doing. And that's the right. team you create. You're that coach. You have your Kobe Bryant, you have your Shaquille O'Neal, your Derek Fishers, and everyone plays a key role to your health, right? And, and let's right. just use sports as an example, right? Sure. Because you do have that Kobe Bryant on your team, whether it's your internal medicine doctor who can say, Mark, I can, I can redirect you to your cardiologist because we're finding irregular heartbeats as you come in here, right? Sure. Um, uh, which leads to number four, be kind to yourself, right? And, and that's something that, that really, really... Um, I didn't understand what that meant. And um, when I was speaking to a lot of the doctors and a lot of the, even even psychotherapists or, or, or mental health coaches, they said, what do you love doing? What are the things you love doing? And I said, exercise, reading, and playing golf, right? But one of the key things that really helped me when they were saying, well, be kind to yourself were the peer groups that I started to invest my time with. Like, Going on to, and I can name them down the list if anyone is new to kidney failure, the National Kidney Foundation, uh, NEFCURE Foundation, the Core Kidney Program at UCLA, which, which I am 100% the ambassador and believe in their program because of the patients that they put first, right? And all these organizations are great, and they all play a key component in your journey with kidney failure, but some organizations can help you more with the information they have and the input they have with your specific disease, right? Like for example, 
The Nature Foundation, really great with FSGS. The Core Kidney Foundation, very great with the, the core support of the people. You know, I don't think I would be to where I'm at today if it wasn't for that organization to say, Mark, you can do it. We believe in 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 power of, of how you promote or even share kidney disease. And um Put yourself out there with, with, with your, your struggles. You know, um, I found that I got the most support from people fighting kidney disease than I did from my family, from my friends, and, and, and anybody I came in contact with, right? I felt mm -hmm. alone. I, 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 I didn't feel that anybody understood what I was going through, but the community did. Man, Absolutely. I took so much water today. There's water in my lungs. Yeah. Oh, Mark, I got that. I, I, I dealt with that. Um, this is what you do. This is how you have to deal with it. And, and these people understood, right? And in this journey of kidney failure, what I realized in humanity, and humanity is amazing. Everyone wants to help. They just don't know how, right? Absolutely. So right. I was dealing with people who were financially stable, who said, Mark, I can help you. Let's start a GoFundMe account. Um, we should promote, you know, maybe your medication if I were to go out of town, because what I, back then, I don't know how you know this is now, but um, I was able to get the five different uh, transplant centers. Obviously, uh, Dallas, Texas was one, um, wow. uh, um, Cedar sinais UCLA, um, Baltimore, Maryland, Mayo Clinic, Arizona, uh, Baltimore, Maryland was, um, that's not the hospital. I think it's, Mayo Clinic is Arizona. Uh, yeah. uh, there's another one in Baltimore, oh. Maryland. I, I I forgot, and then well, in New York. So I did Cedar Cedar Sinai. That's where all the celebrities go when they need to go to the hospital out there in LA. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that yep. yeah, that's where they go. Yep. That's where they go. And and I've seen some walking yep. by. It's it's pretty interesting, you know. Um, yep. but but I had to really really put myself in a situation where nationwide there's transplant centers all over, right? Yeah. For myself, I knew what heartaches was going to happen or not even heartaches, but hardship. Right. Um, once I got a transplant somewhere else, because that's going to automatically take me eight weeks out to even get transferred so that I can go home. Right. They're looking at your assessments. You're going for three days. Then you have to stay to make sure that there isn't a, you know, any rejections in the first four to six weeks and they transfer you back to your hometown. Right. So sure. um, I'm very, very lucky. Right. I'm very, very lucky that I was able to get it in my hometown. Um, everything Absolutely. I was able to, you know, uh, do everything from home. Same nephrologist, same everything. My team is definitely locked down, but it, it took 10 years to find out who my starting five lineup was, period. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know that before, but I definitely know that now. And the only way I did that was because I asked all the questions needed and 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 making sure that prior to coming in there, I had questions asked. And if that answer wasn't fulfilled, you're not the doctor for me. That's just point blank, right? Oh, yeah. well, let me, you're the expert. I'm telling you right now, I'm the expert in my body. This is how I feel. If you cannot fulfill what I need in the time of me seeing you and I do have that 15-minute slide, maybe we're not a fit, right? Maybe I'm just a number coming in. I'm just data. And I don't take, you know, um, I don't take anything for granted. I mean, you know, with all due respect, you, you do what you do, but I need to make sure that that I'm taken care of, you know, at this sure. point, it's not that I'm greedy with my health, but I'm greedy with my health. Right. Absolutely. And if you're not the person to answer those questions, I can move on because again, there's 13,000 nephrologists in the world, in, in the nation, 300 focusing on my specific kidney disease. I'll find another one. 
you know, I failed here. My life has been nothing but failures with this kidney disease, right? It's the battle, but it's a small battles. It's the war, sure. right? From beginning to end, it's the war. But it's a small battles that really, really count the most, right? I beat my high blood pressure today. Great. That's a, that's a, that's a, I'm going to go have some chips today, right? Um, yeah, I'm not go. pre-diabetic anymore. I'm going to go get some steak, right? So count your small battles. Um, this is not, right. this is, this is a war that, that at the end of the yeah. day, that war is our grave site when we're six feet deep. It's the small battles when we continually go on with life that we can say we can celebrate, right? And and, and and celebration doesn't necessarily mean go out and drink as much as you want. You know, I'm very, very cautious of, 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 of doing that. But what does that mean for you? You know, does that mean going out in the sun when you have immunosuppressant medication and playing golf to treat yourself to go out there because you can't be in the sun? because of the immunosuppressant medications you're taking. Um, so those are the things that, that really, really resonated with me to, to really advocate for yourself. Don't be shy. You're already going sure. through your, your, your scenario and situation, right? Yeah. Um, they say you only fail when you fail to try, right? And, 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 and in, this, in, this, in, this, in this, this illness of kidney disease, you know, you have to ask 100 questions, even if you don't get it till you get it that 101 time. And I've done that. Right. I don't care if you're irked. My medical insurance is paying for this visit. I'm paying for a deductible the moment I come in here. You're giving me the medications. Now tell me why I gotta take these medications and 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 why I should be why I should be doing that. Just so that I can say, you know what? Um what you told me tonight or today was was sufficient enough that I don't have to to fact check what you just said to me, Doc, because I tend to do that every single time anyway, right? right. I, I fact check all my labs. I fact check my creatinine and looking at all my CBCs from white blood cells to hematocrit. To, I mean, we know our labs at this point. You know, we're, we're not, we're as equally, I'm not going to, they know everything about our healthcare, but we know now how to read labs. I guarantee you, once you've been doing this for 10 years, you've asked every question on why something has been elevated and right. you should be taking note on why that's elevated. Maybe you did something wrong when it came to, you know, um, who knows, you know, diet yeah. uh, all of that good stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 um, yeah, I, I learned how to do all that uh, within the first couple of months because they kept bringing me my blood lab chart or the, the copy right. of the of the blood lab. And I was like, I don't even know how to read this. So I had to really do some research and figure it out for myself. I became my own best advocate is what I did. Right. And I know we right. use that term a lot, own best advocate, but I really did. I had to teach myself and learn and ask questions and get engaged with my healthcare. And uh, man, Mark, you're a ball of fire, man. You, you're, you're doing awesome. And I appreciate all the information. We had a really quick question. Uh, uh, Lisa Baxter, shout out to Lisa Baxter. She's awesome. Uh, she's asking a question. Do you have a book? Not yet, but it's coming. It's definitely coming. Um <laughs> I, I think we need to share. I think we need to share um, this input. A lot of people, I realize, I've been talking to a couple of people who says, "Look, Mark, I, I'm not very good with visual, but you give me that book, I can understand definitely what you're saying." So right. that's definitely coming right. in the near future. We're working right. on that now, um, but it's it's a surprise. So definitely, <laughs> when that comes out, Hope with Jonathan will definitely know number one, and he'll definitely get a book sent to his house for oh, sure. Man. I appreciate that, Mark. I look forward to it. But, you know, I really appreciate the valuable information, man. I mean, you, you've, you're you at point four. I know you have five points that you want to hit. 
So I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead and roll into your fifth point, and then we'll ask some questions from there. Okay, great. So he, he, here's what I did, okay? And and um, I feel very, very thankful um, that I was even able to get to this point, right? Uh, I, I exposed my story, like, really, really to the gut of my soul to tell it on Fox 11 News. So it was on Fox 11. Um, I promoted it on Facebook. I promoted it on social media. I promoted it on Instagram, any platform I can possibly get my hands on to just share my story. Um, and one thing about social media and the new generation we're living at, people are more connected than we think. Um, share your story, okay? Um, share as much as possible. Go all in. If you haven't urinated in two years, say you haven't urinated in two years. If wow. you take 50 pills a day, say you take 50 pills a day, right? Yeah. Because I go no holds bar, man. I, I, I was like, look, I'm fighting my life. And what would you please help me, right? Um, how, you know, in, in what capacity can you can? Because I'll take all the help that's needed. I don't care if it's support. Just hear me out. Because at the end of the day, I'm home alone. I mean, I'm with my fiance, but I'm alone. Mentally, I'm alone with myself, and I need someone who's fighting this disease to, to help me get through this journey that I'm finding myself in that hole. Um, and, and, and be creative. There's other You can put billboards up, you know, with your phone number. But, I mean, I'm telling you, it, the moment you can open up of who you are, those skeletons that you're hiding from. And here's another thing that, uh, that, that, that even my mother told me. She said, don't tell your story because people will feel bad for you. Or you can tell your story and it motivates somebody. So you choose on how and which direction you want to share that, right? right? She told me, she said, look, if you share it, just know that there is, there's backlash to everything you do. There's a cause and effect. There's a, there's a yin to a yang, right? So if you tell the story. You know, especially now with everything that's going on and, oh, my God, I got a GoFundMe account. And then they get like $50 million and you're like, well, you were perfectly fine. Like people knew I was hurting, dude. I, I was showing every evidence, every data that said, I don't even think this guy's going through what he's going through. I didn't give him no doubt. I didn't give him any, 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 any way to make a right turn to say, oh, I don't know if I can support this. Everyone was like, wow. This yeah. is very moving, you know, um, you know, and, and a lot of people need to hear this part, right? Because we need to share the story. We need to, you know, when I tell people I haven't urinated in two years, they were like, what? Because that's something that comes second nature to a person who's very, very healthy. Right. So, you know, and I, and I say that with confidence. I said, look, I haven't urinated in two years. Well, how are you able to yeah. do that? And I just show my, I show my, my catheter, right? I said, this is yeah. my urinating port. You know, um, this is the way I urinated. This is the way I clean my blood. This is the way um, yeah. I lived my life for a year and a half prior to getting a kidney transplant. So don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't fear that your story will be looked down upon. I mean, I had to really, really um, be vulnerable. I had to let go of ego and look at where it has brought me. And this is what I'm telling people is that, look, there's, there's this road, right? There is always a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Yeah. And all you have to do is say, hey, is anybody there? Can anybody help me to dig to get to that destination? I will guarantee you that somebody out there will help. Not in the way you want to, but in a way that can get you to that next step moving forward. Right. And it can be anything. 
a piece of bread, a piece of motivation, a piece of grit to say, look, I do see that light. I said, do you see it? And you get that motivation of someone saying, yes, I do see it. So you keep pushing forward, right? Um, and, and, and not lose faith. I don't know what anybody believes in. I don't, I don't push any religion on anybody, but I right. had to believe in something bigger than me. I had right. to believe that when I went home at night, that somebody was listening to me and answering a prayer, a, a quote, anything, you know, Absolutely. and, and, um, I, I never lost faith in that. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, I learned through this whole process that a healthy person has a thousand wishes. A sick person has one. And that yeah. answer has been answered by my, you know, my religious belief, God, Jesus Christ, you know, and, sure. and I don't mean to put it on anybody on here for any religious beliefs, but sure. I always thought that a healthy person has a thousand wishes, a sick person has one, and that answer of my prayer was answered. Wow. Yeah. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, a sick person has one, and that, and that wish is, is to be healthy again. That's usually you what, know what that I'm prayer saying? is. Yeah, and that's, that's it. That's amazing. It. That's amazing. Yes, sir. Man. Yeah. So Mark Mark's full of passion, guys, as you can tell, and uh, I really appreciate him sharing uh, those five points. Uh, what an amazing display of uh, information, man. Um, you guys definitely need to check out Mark at his website. He's over on Instagram too at the Kidney Fighter. Uh, if you haven't already uh, followed him over there, please go over, jump over to Instagram and, and follow him over. As you guys can tell, he's a passionate kidney warrior wanting to get this information out, share with you guys this awesome information. And uh, it, it, this has been awesome so far. I wanted to talk with you a little bit about you're wearing the green ribbon. So can you can you tell us uh, what, what, what the significance of you wearing that green ribbon tonight is for? I wear this proud, my brother. This is kidney disease awareness, mental health awareness. I wear all of that for that specific reason. But for me, this green ribbon essentially means the green ribbon campaign, right? It's a green ribbon that supports people fighting kidney disease, people who, who need to know about what the green ribbon is. And, and really just really, you know, everyone has their own ribbon, right? But not that many people will wear it until the day of an event or something like that. This is something that's weared frequently. You tell me to yeah. go into an event where where awareness is is being promoted. This green ribbon is not gonna not shine, right? I mean, thank you right. for posting that uh that flyer that you did with me having that green ribbon with that white T-shirt. That was for the George Lopez Foundation golf tournament to raise awareness for kidney disease and help those in need um uh, uh for the youth, you know, at the Pain and yeah. Turtle, which is really great, and they're doing really oh, good work, awesome. and and I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah so. Um, that's significant for that. You know, everything yeah. is green, even my pen, you know, I, yeah. well, you know, er, you, everything is black and then you'll see everything green. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, th this is what it is. This is, this is yeah. the storyline of a fighter, of a warrior, of a person yeah. who, who wants to get that awareness out to, to make what sure that everyone is aware of what's going on, yeah. that they need to know that you can live with one kidney. Right. Absolutely. No, it's a, it's a great conversation starter, if anything. And I, I wear I have my donate life bracelet on. I wear it every day. I, you can't really see it because my sweatshirt is on, but I have a green uh, donate life bracelet on, and I wear that every Amazing. day. Amazing, my conversation starter. But you know, a lot of Amazing. people uh, locally here know my story. But uh, anywhere I go, it's kind of crazy because sometimes you know my family and wife and kids will say, you know, maybe you don't want to really share your story. 
uh, if you're out with us at the restaurant. But somehow, some way, it, it just comes up in a topic. Like uh, maybe the waitress, and this is a true story, waitress was wearing the green Donate Life bracelet. And I said, hey, I got one too. And so, you know, somehow, some way, it, it comes up, whether uh, in conversation with a stranger or, or somehow, it just seems like that my story uh, comes up in some way. And, uh, you know, and I, I'll be talking with someone about uh, diabetes or hypertension. And, and then I'll, I'll go into my story about how, I, you know, I ended up in kidney failure because of type 2 diabetes and hypertension. And so, uh, yeah, there, it's, it's a great way to get the conversation started. Um, I tell my story to everyone I come in contact with. Yeah. No question. I, I don't hesitate. Hey, how you doing? Wait, what's going on? How you doing? We get to know each other. You you learn a little bit about them. Yeah. I don't say they, they know a little bit about Mark. They're like, dang, he hasn't urinated in two years. That's a crazy story, right? Yeah. And, and people are like, wow, such an amazing inspirational story. You, yeah. you just don't know who you're gonna meet, right? So sure. now I know when I when I speak to people, I, I I'm my authentic self. There is no hide. I mean. Those, those skeletons in the closet, in, in all honesty, were me fighting an illness that I just said, you know what? Skeletons, I'm going to just wear. Those skeletons, I'm going to just put them back right back where they belong, right? Because sure. um, that's what made me who I am, right? The, yeah. the fire, the, the grit of, of what we experience. You know, I think I, if you go through this, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, when you face something like chronic kidney disease and end up in kidney failure, you know, pride kind of goes out the window. I mean, forget about your pride at that point, because you, you're you're desperate, right? I mean, you, you're saying you're, you're asking for all the information. You want to know what happened to you. And a pride pride would hold you back if you're if you're too prideful to ask the questions or too proud right. to share, share your story. Right. Uh, it, it goes out the window at that point. You, you have to be an open book and, and let people know what's going on with you. 100%. And that's what, that's what today is about, right? Um, yeah. Telling your story with confidence. You know, yeah. it took a while. It took almost, it took eight years. It took me two years on dialysis to stop feeling sorry for myself and saying, you know what, let's do this. Yeah. Um, and it, and it took a lot of doctor visits, right? It took yeah. multiple doctor visits. It, it, it didn't just take, Hey, I got to go to the doctor visits. I need to know what I'm going in there for. I want to make sure that this machine this this physical being is taken care of to what I've learned so far. Right. Yeah. When you, when you face a chronic illness, you have to come to a point of acceptance. And uh, I'd like to know at what point when you when you entered kidney failure and, and realized that you were going to have to be on dialysis. I mean, you were you were training to be a, 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 a you know, a boxer. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure you wanted to chase after, you know, like a championship and and all that stuff. So uh, at what point did you come into acceptance and say, man, I got to accept this and and start moving on to the to what's going to get me better and get me out of this situation? So the question is, at what point did I accept my situation? Yes, sir. When I ended up on dialysis, the very first day I was on dialysis, I said, now I have kidney failure. Yeah. Because I didn't yeah. have any signs and symptoms, right? I didn't have any right. signs and symptoms, and, 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 and I played with my life. I gambled it. Yeah. Um, and this is the honest truth. I, I, I gambled with the idea that kidney failure wasn't going to take me out, that that wasn't going to knock me out. Yeah. Because I didn't feel, I didn't feel sick. I didn't have any urge that I was sick. All I ever felt was tired. 
That was it. But for me, that wasn't significant enough to say, you know what? I got kidney failure. Period. Period. It only got serious when that tube Mm -hmm. and that blood came out of my body to say, whoa, this is real life. Well, I mean, that's the same thing that happened with me. I I played Russian roulette with my type 2 diabetes and hypertension for years. I mean, I I ate what I wanted. I did what I wanted. But that lifestyle ended up, I ended up in the emergency room in kidney failure, stage five ESRD from living that lifestyle of eating what I wanted, doing what I wanted. And I had no care until I landed flat on my back. And like you said, I had one wish at that point was to get me out of this, get me out of here. I wanted to get better, get, you know, and so I I remember acceptance for me happened, I think around the second day that I was like, uh, I actually was in the ICU for three days. And uh, I remember when I finally came to, uh, I was in my bed and I had a moment of, I had my pity party moment where I felt sorry for myself. And then I had to realize, wait a minute, I got to accept this. This has happened. Like this has happened and I've got to move on. I got to figure out, I got to start listening to what they're saying because man, they start hitting you with a lot of knowledge quick. Like they start talking to you about the renal diet and all this uh, different knowledge of, you know, dialysis three times a week and all this stuff. So you know, they hit you with a lot. So I accepted things really quickly. Uh, But, you know, for some people it's tough because it becomes sort of a, you know, a mental health issue where people get depressed uh, quickly and, and down. So, uh, and what ways have you overcome that? You know, I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of self, self-reflection, self, you know, um, I was bitter. I was honestly bitter. I didn't, I, 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 I find myself at, at those times. And now that I look back, thank God for dialysis because it saved my life, number one. Absolutely. Number two, it let me let me understand how to sit with myself, yeah. right? On how to just sit and just think like, is this where my life is, where it ends? You hear all these stories on the news, someone got a kidney transplant. How did they do it? You know, because outside of that mental struggle, you're still having to worry about, can I drink this amount of water a day? Yeah. Or every two days till I get back on dialysis because I might get yeah. bloated from my face, my feet and all of that good stuff. So, you know, um, I find myself dealing with that now because even now, I mean, in, in the state of California, they don't, you know, prednisone is still something that they, that they um, give patients, right? And that, that, that's yeah. a hard drug in the body, right? You can't right. be in the sun too long. You, you get mentally, you get mentally um, depressed at certain times because of this, this steroid. And, and you, you're going through this, this, this cycle. And what I came to do now is make sure that my peers and the people that I'm around, I just ask the question the moment it starts happening. Hey guys, I just got a new version of tacrolimus. What are your signs and symptoms? How are you able to overcome it? One thing I yeah. that I do very well now is ask questions. And if I don't get it, I'll ask them 50 more times so that my mental capacity can understand what I'm going through, number one, and what effects it's having on my body, number two. Right. Um, don't be shy. I'm telling you uh, and anybody listening to this, don't be shy to ask questions amongst your peers. You'll be very surprised on how many people will really help you out, especially sure. in these forums on Facebook. Right. I asked one question. There's 150 comments and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Uh, I don't know about that. That's great. Wow. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. but you, you got to go through the motion. Right. You got to go through the motion of, of your yeah. own 
of your own journey. We all have our own journey. Everyone in hospital care deals with people on a case by case basis. Right. Um, and we're all different. So what might work for me might not work for you. But now I know what the signs and symptoms are for this specific right. medication. So anybody right. that's going through any specific illness, I mean, Facebook has been a great avenue for these peer groups for support. Right. Hey, guys, my eyes twitching. What can that be from? Uh, you know, right. and everyone has a comment and I'm like, oh, let me look through my medications and it might be this and it might be that. And, you know, it's really, yeah. really amazing how how this yeah. journey has perspired because i've met way more friends here and learned more about quality friendship than i did when i was sick vulnerable and when i had no community because i just wanted to fit in with with specific groups but absolutely you know right yeah. right yeah because no me too alone. because the, the, the community kidney, right the kidney community is like a large family right because i remember when right. i first got sick Man, I mean, they reached out to me with loving arms and brought me in. And honestly, they were closer to me at that time than even some of my family members. Sad to say, but right. it was true. Right. It was really was true. Oh, it's true. It's yeah. true. And yeah. a lot of people who say, you know, I've been talking to a lot of patients who say, you know, uh, my, you know, man, I, I, I can't believe none of my family members came forward to, to, to do the transplant. In all honesty, man, like this is the reality of the fact that. You're yeah. going through this journey alone. So you got to make sure you find people who can mentally support, support. your, your, you know, that's, that's the yeah. word there. And support that's what this ribbon person. also means, right? Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm very grateful that I do have a fiance who learned how to do the renal diet, who learned how to cook for me, who learned that specific well, journey true. in her life. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, oh, yeah. oh my, 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 my fiance can't have salt because you know, that can retain water because salt turns into, you know, so she started to be her own like little dietitian herself based on asking awesome. the questions that I, I didn't want to answer because for me, it was just, I got to survive. That's it. You know, and, and it's hard for some people who don't have that. Right. Um, you know, even if, you know, uh, family is key and that, yeah. when, when we say family, man, um, family doesn't necessarily have to be blood. All right. right. Say, you can say it you know, again. You know, <laughs> you know, family doesn't have to be blood. That's right. They say, uh, what is the saying? It, it goes like this. Uh, it'll come back to me and, and, and I'm going to think about it for a second. But um, blood, it says blood makes you relative. Loyalty makes you family. There you go. And, 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 and that really, really sunk in with me when somebody told me that, that yeah. um, even my family members would you know, do some, some harm to me and, sure. you know, some, you know, so we just have to play it on a case by case basis again. Sure. Right. We have to go through life with an open mind, a third eye to just really observe yeah. with what we're going through as, as, as patients, as people who are going through this journey, because a lot of people, once they end up with an illness like ours, which is really, really intense, you know, I talk to people, Oh, you had a kidney transplant. Oh, that's a major surgery. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but it doesn't seem like it is for someone who's going to get a, a lung transplant, a heart transplant, you know, um, right. but yeah. you step back, you're like, wow, that was a real intense surgery. Imagine all the veins, the, the, vena, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the positives and negatives. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, it was really, really intense when that, when that, when that happened and that journey did start, but 
Sure. Here's the thing: is that we're 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 warriors. We're we're fighters. Do not yeah. do not be ashamed to 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 share your story. Um, yeah, me and you absolutely. are a perfect example. And you know, all the hundreds and thousands of people who create these podcasts to share their stories is like, look at them as an example. You know, yeah. don't you, you, feeling sorry for yourself will only limit the journey to continue on. There are sure. people here willing to support you. All you have to do is saying, raise your hand and say, I need help. Because there yeah. will be one of us who can say, you know, here's a journey. Let's go. You see, the only time you look down yep. is when you're picking somebody up. And yeah. um, this is where this is where yeah. that where that quote comes into place. You, you, it's interesting. You talked about Facebook before. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about social media? And advocating across social media because some people just depend upon Facebook alone. It seems like a lot of people are just utilizing Facebook, but there's other platforms that you can utilize. And I say try to use as many as possible to you know advocate and tell your story. And uh, I, I that's what I say. I say spread the love and and try to get on as many platforms as possible. What's your thoughts on that? I agree with you, brother. Uh, I, get on national TV if you can. You know, yeah. um, even if it's your last dollar, put it in that, you know, bet your life on any any social platform, whether it's Instagram, TikTok's a big one, um, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn. These are all different platforms that we got to utilize. Yeah. And you don't need to know much. All you need to do is learn how to share your story. You know, Absolutely. if you're good at if you're good at if you're good at being on camera and saying, hey, guys, I. This is my story. This is my journey. This is what it looks like every day. I get put to this machine three hours a day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and this is what I'm going to look like when I'm done. See you guys soon. There you go. Hey, guys. This is what it's like. I just did three hours on dialysis. Um, If anyone out there can hear this and you're willing to donate a kidney, please reach out. I'm at UCLA. I'm at, you know... I'm at uh, Cedar Sinai's. I'm at Kaiser. Um, this is the number, and you're you're there to donate for Mark Coronel. Please reach out. Thank you. Yeah. How hard was that? Yeah, it's as simple as possible. And you know what? Less is more. So keeping the video underneath, you know, two three minutes uh, is fine. Uh, hit your points and get in, get out, and don't make it incredibly too long. Because look, they, we're living in a small attention span. Uh, moment in our, you know, in in this time that we live in, nobody's going to really watch a, a, your whole, you know, one hour video explaining. They want you to hit your point and get to the, you know, meat of it and uh, move on. So I think that's, you know, great advice uh, across the board is, you know, keep it to around two to three minutes to, you know, get to your point. And uh, right. I think that that helps people uh, get their story out there. One hundred percent. Just share who you are. Hey guys, yeah. my name's Mark Coronel. I'm fighting kidney disease. I've been fighting it for eight years. For the last two years, I've been ending up on dialysis. I'm now at UCLA Cor- I'm at UCLA Transplant. This is the number you can call. Please reach out if you can. I would do that every single day, believe yeah. it or not. It'll be on my story. It'll be on my feed. It'll be everything. And every day would be another journey of, of what you go through. Share that. Share that. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. People don't know what we go through until we open our mouth and share the story. You know, people don't Absolutely. know stories until it's told, right? It's it's history. Right. It's his story. That's what that means. Right. History. His yeah. story. And that's what I'm doing. I'm telling yeah. my history of my 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 journey. And yeah. and, and that's what patients should do. 
it is, it is, it is it, it's easier said than done, and I know it, right? Yeah. Because some of us and have you, ego issues, like myself, right? Right. And you brought up faith earlier, and I, you know, I'm not afraid to tell you, I, I'm a, I'm a Jesus believer. I'm, I, I'm a person of faith, and so not to push my belief on anyone else, but that's my personal belief. And uh, the Bible speaks about uh, sharing your testimony. There's power. And we're overcomers by sharing our our testimony. And the testimony is basically your story. And so we're overcomers by sharing our story. And, and if and if we don't share our story, then nobody's going to know. So you have to be willing to share your story. No doubt. You know where that word testimony comes from, right? Yeah. The word testimony. Yeah, you have to go through to a have test. a testimony. You have to <laughs> go through right. a test in order to have a testimony, That's you right. know, so it, it, it's time and time again, you know, God says that he gives his, his strongest warriors the, 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 the fight of their life that they can come overcome with. And, and we did, we have been, and we're yeah. still fighting this journey, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and yes, faith has, has definitely played a key role for me. I prayed Absolutely. every night. I, 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 I prayed every night. I prayed every morning. I prayed every time I ate. I pray that I was able to get up every morning to make sure that I had something to be thankful for. Right. And that was my help. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, that definitely plays a very big key role, but, but, yeah. but, you know, back to the advocacy side, back to the kidney disease and sharing your story with confidence, right. Is, sure. is, you know, I'm, I'm a walking testimony, right. Of a person who has probably gone through the same, if not worse, if not, who knows, we, we just don't know, but we do have, we do know, is that we have kidney failure, kidney disease, been on dialysis, and have had a kidney transplant. Right. Share it. You know, right. share that story. Tell it. Tell it. It's no. you have nothing to lose. You have everything yeah. to gain. They say Absolutely. closed mouths don't get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. Right. This is how you'll be able to get fed. Whether it feeds your soul, whether it feeds your kidney, whether it feels anything you've got going on in your life. Open your 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 story and share it. Absolutely. Well, guys, listen, the title of the show is Hope with Jonathan. I think everything that Mark Cornell, the kidney fighter, tonight has been shared is going to give you some inspiration, some motivation, some hope. And, uh, guys, listen, I've got one more question for Mark. Mark, uh, you're a very passionate person, very uh, animated. you got a lot of passion behind you. But at, at what point did, did you decide that you were going to be Mark Cornell, the kidney fighter, and and brought and bring out all your passion and share your story. What what made you stand up and what brought out that that tenacity that you have? Because it's awesome, brother. It's awesome. This was the same passion I had for fighting. This was the same passion. I used to clean floors for my gym membership because I wanted to be in the gym. The only difference from cleaning the floors and being on this is the grit mentality. Doing everything you possibly can to fight out of your situation, right? To 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 fight for what you believe in. You know, I didn't win the world championship belt, but I did win a world championship kidney. Yes, That's what mattered to me the most, right? My training doesn't consist of waking up six in the morning every day. It's going to the doctors once a month. My kidney disease is is that boxing round every day of the week, right? It, it's every day. That's my training every day. My punching bag is taking my medication. My hitting the speed bag is drinking my water. My sparring sessions is my results when I get it from the doctors. 
I need to know that every round I won that sparring session. I need to know that when I wake up, that 6 a.m. run to the doctor's office will be 100% mark. You did good at sparring today, right? Because, you know, when you go into that doctor's office, just like when you get into that ring, it's you by yourself, no one else. And the only way someone can tell the difference from you training and not is if you don't have any more gas at the 12th round, the fifth round, the sixth round, you know? Yeah. That's an equivalent of saying, let me look at his labs. Mark, you've been eating like crap. Mark, you're not hydrated. Mark, you need to fix on that. So this is how that Mark Coronel is. I had to transition my passion for fighting to now fighting for my life to now fighting for what I believe in. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's now. So me talking to you is we're going back and forth and you're throwing that jab out by asking these questions. And I'm saying, look, this is how I did it. And throwing my uppercut and giving you right back to the verbiage of what, not what you might not want to hear, but it's something that I came to the side and threw that uppercut and say, wow, I felt that. I felt that passion. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I was able to, to, to revert that Mark Coronel to the kidney fighter to, to making that as a whole. Right. Um, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, man, the, the fight is always going to continue. Well, I can honestly say, man, uh, I'm, I'm TKO'd right now. So <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally knocked out by Mark Cornell, the, the kidney fire, man. You're, you're winning brother. You are winning. So thank um, you, sir. Amazing, thank you so much. Amazing. Stuff, thank you, like, sir. Thank you. I really appreciate that. No, I appreciate the opportunity to interview you, man. You're just awesome individual, awesome advocate for kidney disease. And, uh, I very inspiring. And, uh, I, man, thank everything, you. everything you shared with us tonight, man, I hope people are writing this stuff down. Cause it was, Awesome, man. It was awesome. Hey, everybody on here, Mr. Kidney, um, Lisa oh, yeah. Baxter, Jared, um, yep, everybody Jared here. Steve Belcher um, from uh, Urban Steve Health. Marcello, right, Marcelo. Marcelo um, amazing guy. Um, everybody Diaz, on here. Thank you. Yeah, Jonathan Diaz. Hey, um, everybody on here. Thank you so much for, for yeah. tuning in. I did read those comments, but I, I I have to focus on what Jonathan has to say because I got to get it out yeah. and I want to answer everything that everyone was saying, yeah. but um, just know that I did read those comments. Thank you everyone oh, so yeah. much for tuning in. Hope with Jonathan. Again, this is a knockout. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, it was awesome, man. Like I said, you totally knocked me out with all the information. It's amazing. So we're tonight we're knocking out kidney disease. So uh, exactly it. Exactly. Champions, champions together. With the with the exactly one, <laughs> exactly so. there you go one two yes sir <laughs> but hey guys we appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight this is going to conclude our interview with the uh, kidney fighter Mark Cornell we'll have all of his information in the uh, description and uh, guys if you're not already following him over on Instagram go check him out he's the kidney fighter and uh, amazing inspiring uh, advocate for kidney disease and uh, again guys I hope you guys had a chance to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Take care of yourself. God bless. Take care of your kidneys. This is Jonathan signing off. <laughs> Let me hit that button.
Hey guys, have you checked out Kidney Conversations, a new series brought to you by host Hope with Jonathan and KWM's Kidney Warrior merch, Kyle Hawkers from Toronto, Canada. Yes, it's a brand new series brought to you by us for you as the kidney patient. We're trying to inform, educate, and inspire by sharing and spreading awareness for kidney disease, dialysis, kidney failure, transplant, organ donation, and so much more. This is a brand new series, guys, brought to you by Hope with Jonathan and Kidney Warrior Merch. What we're going to do is post weekly on our pages across social media. Right now, it's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then on Friday, we'll be releasing an informative video over on Hope with Jonathan. Check it out, guys. KidneyConversations.info again for tuning in to the hope with jonathan podcast again guys i'm your host jonathan trailer and i appreciate everyone for tuning in to this one i hope you guys enjoyed uh this podcast uh with mark cornell the kidney fighter what an incredible influential kidney advocate that mark is and i definitely appreciate him for coming on the show guys listen again we definitely appreciate you uh for coming over to the youtube channel and uh subscribing to to the youtube channel definitely appreciate all the love and support and again guys if you haven't already checked us out at hopewithjonathan.com please do so Uh, you can watch live interviews listen to podcasts and uh, you can read our blogs and uh, check out what we're doing with kidney conversations Uh, you can also find a, a lot of different friends and advocates that we're associated with with hope with jonathan and uh you can do that right from the website And uh, we have many links and many resources over there. Uh, We're also featuring some uh, warriors over there that are in need uh, of a donor and uh, and much, much more. And guys, listen, if you're ever uh, impressed to want to help support what we're doing with Hope with Jonathan, there's ways for you to donate over there. Uh, any, Any amount would be much appreciated. And there are some costs and fees that go along with Hope with Jonathan. And we gratefully will uh, continue to find resources and ways to uh, take care of those. And we definitely want to continue to be a blessing to the community. So uh, the only way to do that, unfortunately, is through uh, monetary means. And uh, sometimes we have to put ourselves out there and kind of ask for them sometimes. And uh, we definitely appreciate any blessing that would come our way. And all proceeds definitely go right back into Hope with Jonathan and what we're doing. Uh, 
But hey, guys, listen, really appreciate you. Y'all take care. God bless. Take care of your kidneys. This is Jonathan.